1: chumba chumbacasino.com plus website for details it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper
2: Welcome to the Marvel Alliance Podcast, where we cover anything and everything to do with the Marvel Universe. We, from the comics, TV, and movies, we'll go from the Mojoverse to Earth-616 to the Quantum Realm in order to bring the Marvel Universe right to you. I'm the man without fear, Chris.
3: I'm your friendly neighborhood, Brent.
2: Alliance, assemble. assemble. Volume 150, it is, I guess, Quantum uh, Realm Eve, or, the you know, Quantum Mania I mean, Eve. it's not, not
3: Eve, that's next week.
2: But okay. Well, for the show, well, I guess. For the show, yes, yeah, so we'll go with that. <laughs> I wish it was my
3: my mother in law texts me today at four o'clock. What time do you need me over? And I'm like, uh, for the movie that's in a week, you you can come in a week. That'd be fine.
2: <laughs> no, she got to plan early. You got to plan it. You got to plan it out. You know? I
3: love where her heads at. She's ready to come over. That's watch those kids. That's I like. I like where her heads at. It just it was good for a laugh. I'm like, you're a week early after I confirmed <laughs> this with you last week. But all good.
2: Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Well, how has your week been?
3: Uh, it's been good. It's been a little different for me. Uh, took the day off today because of an unexpected snow day. I don't normally take those off, but um, basically stayed home to watch the kids because they were off, so my wife could get just a little bit of work done. And you know, it's it's always hectic when the kids are in the house of how much you can get. But she asked me to stay home, so I wasn't really planned to be off today. But I'll take it.
2: Hey, it, 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 sometimes the best surprises are like that. You get to stay home. So. But uh but yeah, this week for me just uh, a lot of a couple of late nights, a couple of early mornings, a lot of presentations to do, so I am looking forward to be i have a half day tomorrow, so i'm uh looking forward to just a, a little easier Friday at heading into the weekend so and and you know you are uh you know chief's nation right now That's you right. all are <laughs> so you yeah, you you big, are. big week big week we got a big game we can't say the real name of the game we don't want to get like mo- yeah. monetized or anything can't like that can't do that,
3: that so. but there, there's it's 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 big time for a chiefs and i know i know other people are tired of it but you got for us it's still very novel because like my whole time growing up if they even made the playoffs they were out in game 1 like they they didn't they, no they were they were garbage let's call it hey, what it is you,
2: you, you are the you are a fan so you are fully within your right to enjoy this moment so but uh, I see Omar Daniels in chat. Omar, we are gonna we will share your prediction when we get into our predictions. So that, that's a good one because so I don't want to jump out too early, but stay tuned. We'll steer that one and give our thoughts on it as well. So, but, all right, yeah. So we've got, uh, we're going to do our 2023 predictions uh, tonight and uh, get into some news items. A lot of, you know, you put out the Spidey signal and people came running today. <laughs> oh, we got some good ones in there. We got some good yep. ones. So, uh, but yeah, let me get with the show, the uh, network plugs out of the way. So we are part of the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network with eight shows covering the wide re- range of Neek, Geek and Nerdum. To see the full schedule, check out the show notes below and subscribe to the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network on Twitter at Network so you know when all the shows drop. We also have a Patreon. So if you want to throw a couple of shekels our way, we've got two tiers our dollar tiers, our tip jar to say, hey, you think we're doing a good job. And then we've got our $5 tier with ad free episodes, early access episodes, and Patreon exclusive shows, including our show. We can watch this all day, the Marvel Alliance MCU rewatch. We've got 13 episodes. Our latest one, Avengers Age of Ultron, is up there. And next week, next Monday, we are getting ready to record episode 14, timely for the week of Ant Man. What are we watching?
3: Ant Man. It, it is yep. amazing how that worked out for both Guardians really and this. Is. Where, where <laughs> Guardians right before the holiday special, Ant Man right before, right before uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. I, le- I, I wish we played it that way. No, it's pure happenstance. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it just again, good timing, synergy. We like it. So uh but the DC uh, Alliance guys are doing uh the uh DC through the year, so they're dropping those at that point. We've got a league of back content for you all to look at uh Patreon exclusives, so we want to thank our patrons. We cannot do this without your support. And if you haven't joined us on Patreon, take the take that time and uh whatever to you want to join, go to www.patreon.com uh backslash gua network to get all the lovely content that we offer at that point and again we want to thank our patrons we cannot do this without your support but if you cannot join us on patreon if you want to take 30 to 90 seconds and rate and review us on apple podcast spotify or whatever platform of choice may be we greatly greatly appreciate it and last but certainly not least we want to thank our official sponsor organicpricebooks.com for your omnibus hardcover collected edition needs jp and the crew at opb have got it going on with all the immaculate packaging excellent customer service ships around the world again these are lovely got seven more days to lock in your pre-orders for all these lovely marvel omnibuses at that point and again we always have to call out uh the 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 one omni that you know brent really really might actually buy physically i, at I one
3: am point. seriously considering buying a physical comic book for me just to support for the first time in forever well i know like with omnis more than anything voting with your dollars counts yes and so especially
2: I've, that vo- especially a volume one I, volume I'm one wrongly considering that. <laughs> but if you want to buy that or look at anything else on opb uh use that code marvel at checkout for two dollars off every single order uh and again uh a little birdie just told me uh jp uh gave me a little heads up that the volume one of avengers by jonathan hickman the standard cover has sold out at the distributor meaning the books he just got in he cannot order any more of the standard edition cover the the direct mark that he gets only at comic shops that that still has some left but if the standard's going well the other one's going to go too that just came out this week so can't argue with hickman right no, no. I mean, you know,
3: I think he's going to have a good, good, successful career in this stuff.
2: <laughs> yep, exactly. So again, uh, I want to thank Organic Price Books for being our official sponsor. All right. So you know, it, it's February, but we, you know, we we've been de- we were debating exactly when we should do our predictions at that point. And you know what? I think that the week before the first movie of uh, Phase Five, first movie of the year it would be the best time to do our predictions at that point. So uh, unfortunately, Mr. Snell could not join us, but we do have his predictions at that point, and we will uh, kind of do a kind of a round robin of each one of our predictions. You know, mine, I'm very curious of yours, Brent. We've already seen Travis's because he had ascended to us, but I'm very curious to see uh, how many are you movie-focused, show-focused, any, any, any hints you want to get how focused you are. You spread the wealth.
3: Hmm, Um, I hadn't thought about it. I would say it's more movie focused than anything. All right. Yes. That it's it, it's more movie focused. Yeah.
2: Gotcha. All right. Well, I I will uh I'll go first at that point, then you'll go and then we'll read uh Travis's at that point. So we each got five. Kinda like what we did last year at that point. So we're gonna put these out there. And then a year from now, next January, we will revisit them and see how correct or wrecked we got with this. And I got, hey, I still got points on the board. I got 0.5 points on you the board. Did. So. You did. You did. <laughs> Everyone got Apparently, points. But, Brent, we you were ourselves. the winner.
3: I was. 2022 victory with only with two <laughs> out of five correct.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, you will be defending your, your crown uh, this year at that point. All right. So my first prediction. I, I think at some point this year, at some point, we will get, either in the movies or in the shows, we will get our first look at an actual incursion happening. We will see a physical incursion happening at some point, either in the movies or in the shows.
3: Oh, this
2: year? This calendar I, year? I, I, I say in oh. this calendar year, because it, it, again, we've got, we've got some potential.
3: That's interesting, you know. I I I would probably, if this were Factor fiction, vote against it. But I like I love the idea. I like where you're going. I'm, go- head's I'm at.
2: going for it.
3: And you you are going for it, and I like that a lot. So I <laughs> I I hope you're right on this one.
2: And again, you know, it might we might get like a history overview, maybe a little bit of uh, you know, next week with quantum mania. There we got Loki season two that I, I think there's yeah. gonna be some more ideas of stuff happening. Again, if if Feige is saying, like, here's where we really begin the multiverse saga and we know what we're getting towards with secret wars, we've seen the after effects of incursions happen in multiverse of madness. Well, let's the actually see one occurring and start and start building towards oh. uh secret wars. It,
3: it's time. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Um mine I believe at least one MCU movie this year will hit a billion dollars. One movie in 2023 will hit a billion dollars. For the record, non-graded, Guardians is my best guess, but it can okay. be any of them. It, it can be any of them for me to get the point. I think at least one will. I also honestly think only one will.
2: But Yeah, I mean, we already see, you know, we'll get to this uh, hint for later tonight. We'll do our post-credits with our Ant-Man and the Quantum Mania predictions and obviously box office. But box office is is looking the strongest ant-man has ever looked. Any the 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 original and the sequel it is going to be a very interesting one and I think a lot of that is built on the back of Jonathan Majors.
3: Uh, he's definitely got some hype for him, mm-hmm. that's for sure.
2: Yeah. Uh, so your 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 guess would your money's riding on Guardians of the Galaxy. I,
3: I would point. pick Guardians if you make me want to pick, but I will, mm. yeah, to get credit. I will take any of them. So if the okay. Marvels, you know, does two in a row crossing a billion dollars for Captain Marvel, there, well, then great. I get the
2: point. All right, all right. So. What does Travis got for his first one?
3: Well, Mr. Snell disagrees with me because his first prediction was actually no MCU <laughs> film would hit a billion. And what I love is while that for me was my last one I wrote down, it was before mm-hmm. I saw Snell's submissions. And so we were truly just opposite sides of that coin here.
2: We will go with that. We have no reason not to trust you, Brent. So
3: It is, it is true. I mean, I do like to mess with Snell, but in this case, it is true.
2: All in the games pointing out in the chat that Guardians of the Galaxy comes just two weeks before Fast Ten, Fast and Furious Ten. Again, are you? Uh, uh, will, I mean, that's not family... a great release
3: time. That's the th- that is a problem. Fast and Furious is a money maker, so that's mm-hmm. that's a good point. And hashtag family, but and man, those tickets are on
2: sale already too, which is
3: just nuts.
2: <laughs> Brent says family can wait right now though, which is I interesting.
3: Family is important, but Marvel. <laughs> priorities
2: whatever <laughs> <laughs> priorities exactly um all right my next one by the end of 2023 we will see the first teaser trailer for Deadpool 3 yes and i said teaser teaser is a very broad term especially when it comes to mr ryan reynolds so
3: i i believe you are correct I mean, some people might argue we've already seen a couple of them, just some seeing the him and you interact. But no, for real, I, I yeah. believe you are correct.
2: So I, I, would, I would definitely like that. So it would be interesting, especially with some news that we'll probably talk about with questions tonight. Uh, yeah, it's I think it would be very interesting because a movie comes out right now. I think my last, if I remember correctly, November of next year.
3: Oh, that sounds right. You would ask a question I don't have right off the top of my head, but I can get it.
2: You've got you've got your reminders. I do.
3: They're in there. Um, man, we're at Deadpool three November eighth. All right, six hundred thirty eight days away.
2: Yeah, so uh, I think it would be prime time. A year away, we would uh, by the end of this year, we will get a teaser trailer for Deadpool three. So,
3: all right, my second one, at least two more marvel tv slash streaming only actors marvel tv slash streaming only will be confirmed to reprise their roles in the mcu proper so for example john berthdahl and chloe bennett would fulfill this if it was the two of them i and i am putting in this is official part of the pick clark Gregg does not count I just want to be clear Fair. on expectations and to okay. set it. He he started in the movies. He started in the MCU mm-hmm. proper. I want to be clear. He does not count. So if he were to come back for something, doesn't count.
2: So you're saying it at least two or at most two?
3: At least two.
2: At least two. I, I yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, when you name your 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 two I mean, there at that point, I mean we, one. I
3: mean we might get it confirmed with just Daredevil Born Again news.
2: Period. But True. So, so you do not I, to I see did say it you want-, you want... Okay, so confirmed by Marvel or confirmed by a trusted trade?
3: I will... I will... Swap the... I will readjust my wording. Okay. And said, officially announced by Marvel.
2: Officially announced by Marvel. So deadline, variety, that does not count.
3: Unless they have quotes from Marvel in it, no.
2: Okay. All right. Just, uh, just wanted to make sure, so we got it on record at that point. So... Yes, uh, Bubs in the chat saying Colson revive for the ninety seventh time again. Tahiti is an amazing place. It, I mean, it's a magical place, right? Yep. Or Daniel saying, "I wonder where the best place would be for Colson to reappear again." Tahiti. Uh, I mean,
3: right now, outside of Secret Invasion, I honestly don't know. I think Secret Invasion is the best place for him to reappear, but because it's uh, a Nick Fury I, show. But... True.
2: I, I could also see maybe Iron Heart. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah it'd
3: be fun i mean i, I like clark greg i'd i be mm-hmm. thrilled if he did come back
2: but he
3: doesn't count for this
2: yeah like you said i, I like the qualification because he started in the started in the movie so all right what's travis got for a second one
3: one way or another we will see a live action ghostwriter in 2023
2: <laughs> wait a minute are these travis's things or is this taylor getting involved <laughs> i mean i a love very it good question he, because because you know again Ghost Rider, again, uh, Taylor and I are uh, soulmates on the Go- Ghost Rider love at that point. But uh, I think, Mr. I'm okay with Taylor getting the ear of Travis at that point. But Ghost Rider, one way or another. I mean, again, that outside of what if? Hmm. I'm trying to think where else. Uh, I mean, he I, but he
3: said live action what if it's oh live action live oh action. yeah hmm. he said live I, action okay then
2: then then loki at that point
3: i, I think loki's probably the best shot because it's the only yeah. live action one we know is going to be jumping through different i'll say it again multiverses and timelines two sides same coin it's the only like even close shot that we have there
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, it did I, I will uh i will love it at that point if it happens all right, my third one. All right, I, I'll get into the box office game. Each one of you had a box office. I have a box office for you. Across the Spider Verse will make over fifty million dollars domestically in its first weekend. Context for this is that the Sp- Spider Verse enter, enter the Spider Verse only made thirty five million domestically and fifty six million worldwide for its first weekend and you're saying 50 million domestic? I'm saying 50 million domestically.
3: I th- I feel like that's a good bet. You know what? This might blow your mind. I didn't actually see into the Spider-Verse opening weekend.
2: Neither did I. We both saw it, we both saw it on the preview. A couple,
3: couple weeks early and I yeah. I don't remember why, but it was actually not easy that weekend and because I had already seen it, I didn't bend over backwards. Now I did mm-hmm. see it again in theaters. They so they did get some of my money um cuz that other one was a free showing. But it, it is kind of funny that I haven't seen it but that's okay I'll, I'll take seeing it early over seeing it opening night any day
2: yeah and, and again i was just looking at because i mean obviously it's one of my top one of my most anticipated movies of the year but i was quite i just remember and i can't remember what i was listening to recently was saying like people didn't remember like how that movie picked up steam after the oscar buzz after they won the oscar it really started picking up it was it was obviously a critical darling but it just didn't hit amongst the audience now i'm thinking again We've seen some pretty big misses with animation, and and, and things like that. But then we've been very surprised sometimes by certain animations. So this one's going to be interesting. I didn't want to swing for the fences saying it's going to be. Like, it's still animation at that point, but it's also got that appeal of the first movie was great. Those trailers are the the first teaser trailer was amazing. They'll so, uh, be able
3: to say sequel to the Oscar-winning Into the exactly. Spider Verse. They they may potentially tease some other cameos, like if if Tobey Maguire is in it, they may just off, like offer that up in the marketing. You don't know; they might yeah. not. But in the first one, also, not only did it pick up steam from the Oscar buzz, but when it like truly hit Netflix, like people were all over that movie for a while there. So no, yeah, I, I I do expect good things from the sequel.
2: Yep. All right. So that was my third. What's your third?
3: All MCU movies released in 2023 will be released in China. All the MCU okay. movies this year were coming out in China. I know you and Snell were both, you know, we don't know if the others are going to go in China mm-hmm. this year if or is it just Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania? I think all three of them are going.
2: Okay, that'd be I mean it would be great. It would definitely make the box office the the billion dollar possibility even greater.
3: Yes, it certainly honestly without China I don't I don't make that first prediction.
2: Gotcha. Yeah, fair.
3: So I'm all in there, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Snell, Loki will meet a Thor variant in season
2: two. Oh, he's been pushing this for a while. He's, and for the record, he pushing.
3: said meet a Thor because there was a Thor variant. We saw Throg in yep. Thor in Loki season one. In the in the but, soil. In this, but he was there, but he didn't he say there. just appear. He said meets. So mm-hmm. we'll find out.
2: I, I mean, I like it's it's very it'd be very interesting just because I have a feeling they're going to lean very much into, I think we're finally going to start seeing more of these variants. I think they're going to lean real hard into it this season. So yeah, I think that's a, that's definitely a possibility.
3: I agree. I agree. I I think it'll happen now. It may not be played by Hemsworth, but I do think we'll see a version of Thor.
2: All right. My fourth one. You know, we, we've heard the rumors. I think we can pretty much almost say this is kind of confirmed with Ironheart. The main villain is going to be, you know, the Hood at that point. Um, I say by the end of that, the Hood's at maybe the post-credit scene, we're going to see the Hood being recruited in, into the Thunderbolts.
3: Ooh, I like that idea. I like that idea a
1: lot.
2: Yeah. So I, I could see that's what, because we've been hearing a lot of rumors, like we've seen the team but we haven't seen all members of the team. And I think the way they're kind of positioning the hood and Ironheart, uh, very much in everyone's complaining, Oh, they're all, they're all super soldiers. Where, where's the, uh, the magic, where's the powers at that point? Well, the hood's going to give you that. So
3: I was thinking about some, I'm not going to name them cause I'm saving them for factor fictions, but I was mm-hmm. thinking about some potential lineups for the thunderbolts and like additions to the lineup that we might see. And so, uh, We'll see, but he's not, Red Hood's not one I thought of, but I like that idea.
2: Yep, yep, so the Hood being recruited to the Thunderbolts, so that's my fourth one. What you got?
3: By the end of 2023, we will either have seen Shang-Chi again, or at least have an official announcement of his next appearance. Okay. So by the end of this year, we will know where he is going to be after Shang-Chi won.
2: Or a live-action appearance at that point.
3: I did mean live action. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna add that into my notes so we can make sure that's clear we will see in mm-hmm. Shang-Chi again or at least had an official announcement of his next live action appearance.
2: Okay. Yeah, I mean again, not gonna not gonna turn it down. I, I'm always trying to think of if we get the live action appearance. I'm trying to think where. Where do you think? Where's your possibility? Uh, honestly mo in?
3: it I think the best money here is finding out when he will be officially appearing like mm-hmm. official word from Marvel. Uh, and I'm sure someone right now is saying he implied he was going to be in uh the King Dynasty and he did, but even that he didn't mm-hmm. directly said, he just said he wanted to work with Cretton again. This is a little bit different. But I think that's the best way for me to get this point. If it's by appearing, it's it's probably a credit scene unrelated to the movie it's in. Okay. That would yeah. be my best guess.
2: All right. All right. Uh what about Travis? Uh, Travis, we will see a mutant character
3: in one Marvel Studios project this year, not counting X Men '97.
2: I mean, we got a we got a number of them last year.
3: I right, we had several of them, and including a couple MCU debut ones in the in the forms of Namor and Ms. Marvel.
2: Mm-hmm. So, so
3: I, I think he's got a good chance at this one.
2: Yeah, I, 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 and I like that he, he decided not to take the uh, low-hanging fruit with saying X-Men 97. That's if it comes out this year. <laughs> we still haven't, don't have an ad official yet. Um, but yeah, hey, more mutants leads leads us towards the X-Men. I'll, I'm not going to turn it down. Nope. Uh, Mario Daniels saying in the chat, maybe Shang-Chi would appear in the Marvels to find out more about the rings. Yeah, very much. Very,
3: very plausible. You know, the Captain Marvel's aware of them at least, and... I I like it. Give me the point. Plus, Mm -hmm. I really, Shang-Chi was my favorite movie of Phase 4, not named Spider-Man. I really want to see him again. Where is he at?
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, All right, so my last one. We will get the first World of Wakanda show announced this year.
3: I think there's a really good chance of that happening. Um, Deny Guerrero, I I don't remember which show it was. Jimmy, Stephen Colbert, I don't remember. Whatever on one of the talk shows, she recently like heavily teased it also, and so I I I think you got a real good chance of that.
2: Yeah, and I'm just calling I don't know what they're calling it. I just like the whole idea of calling it the World of Wakanda at that point. So, whatever they're going to call, whatever they're tied to, whatever Ryan Coogler is executive producing at this point with focus on Wakanda, we're going to get it at this year SDCC D23 at some point we're getting that official announcement.
3: For the record, I think they're going to call it the Midnight Angels, but I I like your title better because I think I- it is going to be the Midnight Angels. I think it's going to be Okoye and Anika, and so I like your title better. Better. Yeah. I also like just the Dora Milaje. You know, just do a mm-hmm. title based on them, or you could do it just the Jabare Jabari, or you know something like you know King Mbaku. You've got to get that yeah. King in there. Um, it, uh, it's just, but World of Wakanda, I think, is the absolute best title.
2: Well, Aaron just watched it. We just watched Aaron just watched it for the first time this weekend. Uh, at that point, and she agree, agrees with Okoye. They're just hideous.
3: <laughs> they're i mean they're like i they're they're, they're it's an ugly design like I mean, even, it's, it's just like, bad even in the comics and stuff it's an ugly design props for the comic accuracy
2: yeah but
3: you know you can polish a turd it's still a turd right and that what they say <laughs> yes. it's an ugly design i'm sorry
2: <laughs> sorry marvel we do we do we're not we're fanboys but we also uh we also can give critiques so
3: that, that's that's true
2: so all right my so last those one are my five
3: we will find out when the next Spider Man movie will be releasing, but we will not get a title beyond anything along the lines of Spider Man 4. So, like Got a it. real title subtitle, we will not know, but we'll okay. at least know when it, Sony will announce when it's going to release.
2: Gotcha. And, and we've said, like, the history is that this is not an announcement coming from Feige. This has always been from Sony at that point. So, yeah,
3: it'll, the announcement will come from Sony. There'll probably will be some sort of quote from Feige in the articles, Mm -hmm. but the announcement will be from Sony.
2: Yeah. Um, all right. Uh I mean, yeah, I mean, we, they, they, Sony executives have been dancing around this thing. It's happening. It's happening. Like they did trust us, trust us, bro. Trust us. It's like, okay, now it's time to put up or shut up, but we still also don't know where we're going to see, you know, again, we still got that cameo appearance or team up appearance still on his co- original contract too.
3: Which for the record is not going to be on Disney Plus people. It's not.
2: <laughs> I, I, want it be, in, yeah. I want it to be. I want it to be
3: on Disney. I mean I think we all know what project I want it to be in on Disney Plus. There, but it's there's not a spider in be, Hell's Kitchen. And I would love for there to be a spider in Hell's Kitchen, but that's not where they're going to use him. It just <laughs> it doesn't make sense for that to be the case.
2: Alright, all in the game. SNO, Black Panther Shout you know, out
3: to Black Panther: Wakanda Forever okay. being the number one Marvel film premiere globally on Disney Plus in its first five days. Absolutely, I don't. Yes. Did, that, did they say what the number was? I don't remember. But regardless, remember the number, number no. one global debut. That that's that's great. Love it.
2: Mm-hmm. And all in the game is throwing a little shade at the uh, distinctive competition. Be nice if they could beat Paradise Lost to the screen.
3: I, I you know, I. When I'm trolling, I've thought of that, but I think they're going to be so different because we're talking about current people oh, yeah. in Wakanda. Paradise Lost, which the Amazon part was great in those movies. Let's be real, Paradise Lost is going to be set in the past. So yeah. why why they can't do a Wonder Woman project in the present day? I don't know, but at least you know they're it's going to be in the past. Um, all right, Snell did have one more.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yes.
3: Craven will make under two hundred fifty million worldwide at the box office
2: just i'm guessing for the entire run
3: that's what he says I
2: uh, <laughs> that's what he i said. have a, I, it i it i'm turning one of mine into a factor fiction related to that so um uh, I'll hold on to that for for a later factor of fiction with Craven box office, but yeah, that's, what that's... did Morbius
3: make? Oh gosh, he might get this. <laughs> Morbius only oh, made one sixty two. Yep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he, he, you know, it's it, craving some Craven. So yeah, uh... I,
3: I don't want I don't want these movies to fail. I want to go into them and enjoy them. But it'll be funnier oh. if he gets this point. It will be funnier. It will, funnier.
2: Be. It will so, be. We'll, we'll find yep. out.
3: We'll find out.
2: We will. All right, so Amari Daniels threw one up there for us, uh, one of his predictions. I love the news of a Moon Knight season two, where we may see Oscar Isaac again, so we can get more of Jake Lockley. Uh,
3: yes, I, I think mm-hmm. I I considered I considered something on there, but I feel like because we just had Moon Knight, would they have a little more time if they want to wait? And so I didn't. It didn't quite crack my uh, my top five predictions, but I thought about it. <laughs>
2: Yep, as Omar confirms, made under two hundred million. Yeah. yeah. Ouch.
3: One sixty two.
2: Good grief. Come on, but it was morbid. And even time. with the can...
3: even with the re-release, and I don't know if that one sixty two counts that, but even with the re-release, it's still under two hundred million. <laughs> they did a re-release for from... morbid.
2: <laughs> I just don't buy, though. I just, I'm sorry, but I just don't buy that they bought into a Twitter campaign. But then, but then I think about, oh, it's Sony. Of course, they would probably buy into it. Well, you're not oh wrong. man, you're not wrong yep so all right so those are our predictions uh brent's going to store all these in the time capsule so that way we have them for a year from now and, and maybe we'll start revisiting them as uh if and when they uh come true so uh but yeah as always i like this tradition for before the first project we do this i like this so we will see and uh yeah so we, let us take our first ad break look at this right on the dot almost at 30 minutes we're we're doing good look at this um so let us take that first ad break. So listeners, these ads help keep the lights on the geek ultimate Alliance network. We can't choose the ads that come on and it could be a bit loud. Give you that three count before they come on. Three, two, one. We'll be right back.
0: Lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky
1: lucky in line at the deli, I guess. I In my dentist's office.
2: And we are back. So, all right. So, first news is coming from The Wrap. Fantastic Four director breaks silence on Optimistic Reboot. So, this one uh, was very interesting in the sense of, uh, you know, Shackman's been basically quiet since he got announced. He's been... you know, writing it up, doing, working, you know, making they didn't sure.
3: even bring him on stage at, was it, <laughs> Disney <laughs> D23? They just waved at, to him in the crowd.
2: <laughs> waved to him at the crowd at that point. Everyone's like, oh, they're going to announce the whole cast. I said, dude was just named, man. Yeah. <laughs> Officially, you're not going to get much out of him. Uh, but he spoke exclusively with the rap. He did reveal that the commencing shooting will begin in early 2024. So that was a big confirmation from him. So we do have a, a start date for them. Um, he says that it's really a family there and to be able to go back and tackle something that I truly love and they're very similar in some ways. They both were launched in the 60s. So he's relating his love of Fantastic Four and his work on Star Trek, which he also hails from. So he said they both were launched in the 60s at the same time. They both were about optimism and looking to the stars and how technology can solve everything. And they're about family, too. Look at that. Hashtag family. The family you have and the family you make. So they're aligned in many ways and speak to my heart equally. So I'm excited to be working on Fantastic Four. He continued on saying, I had a great time working on Star Trek a little over a, for a little over a year, working closely with J.J. Abrams and everyone with Paramount. I wished him nothing but the best. He said, but movies have different journeys and momentums and schedules are a little bit uh, mercurial. So when Fantastic Four opportunity came up, it was just too hard to pass up and to go back home to Marvel, a place that I've worked with WandaVision and those people are wonderful collaborators. He did say he is in the middle of thinking of casting, working on casting. So, but no official announcements are coming from him at this time of who he's even on the shortlist for and big surprise there. But it was nice to get out of him that shooting will commence early next year.
3: Yeah. And he views them as, you know, the importance of family and optimism right like i mm-hmm. i feel like he's he's at least got the basics right no i mean number one literally a hashtag family for the fantastic four it yep. that they're marvel's first family right like you mm-hmm. if you don't if you don't go for that if you don't make them a family you've already lost so it yep. to me that just says they their head's in the right place going forward that that works for me
2: mm-hmm as yeah, S saying fantastic four legacy 2025. <laughs> And Heinz and Hashtag Family. Welcome, Mr. Heinz, to the chat. I mean, it, we've already said it. 2025 like, is going to be a big year for Marvel and DC. It, it is, it, yeah. it, it's going to be, be absolutely fun. stacked. It's going to so, be fun. So, yeah. So, it was good to hear in checkman just just uh, give a little bit of a update on that one. But I guarantee you, we're probably not going to hear much casting until we get closer and closer to the summer at that point for SDCC. That's where, that's where I, I'm thinking we get that.
3: I... I Outside of, I, I would be shocked if we got anything official before San Diego. Mm-hmm. Absolutely shocked.
2: They, there's no we'll, reason to. Well, we'll continue to keep on getting rumors and people saying, oh, it's going to be this one. This one, it's going to be Adam Driver for the, Adam Driver's going to play Sue Storm. I think uh, that would be interesting.
3: I mean, at this point, I think he's going to play the entire Fantastic Four.
2: I, I mean, including I mean, Herbie. Mr. I mean, <laughs> of course, including Herbie at that point. <laughs> I mean, Travis would be very excited about that. He
3: would be, he would be.
2: You look. You look at that uh, Square uh, Squarespace ad. I mean, he does have multiple versions of himself. I mean, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so ridiculous. All right. So next story up is uh Wonder Man. We get a big Wonder Man update at that point. So uh, it's coming from discussing film. This is an exclusive from them. Uh, we have. They have learned that. Uh, James uh, Ponsult is in talks to direct episodes of Marvel Studios' Wonder Man series with the aim to begin production by the end of March of this year. Uh, First, the tone. Uh, Wonder Man will be—they're aiming, supposedly rumors are saying, based on what they're hearing, is that will be similar to HBO's Barry with the premise, What's Hollywood Like If Superheroes Exist? Uh, this was coming from Grace Randolph, so again, giving where credit is due. But a lot of people were backing up uh, Grace Randolph on this one. Uh, I, I I love the show Barry. I still got to watch the neck the the last season of it that just came out, but that would be really interesting. Again, a kind of a it, Wonder Man's not is a very interesting character, but especially played by uh, Yaya at that point. I'm looking for it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, the, this director they're talking about will be helming an unspecified number of episodes, uh, presumably sharing directing duties with, uh, Destin Daniel Cretton, uh, Deadline previously reported that Cretton is attached to Wonder Man as a director and executive producer under his first look deal with Marvel Studios. Uh, whether he does direct is likely dependent on his schedule because again, he's attached to a couple of projects at that point. Namely, the biggest one he's got is Avengers the King dynasty. Um, he has not necessarily said if he is directing the sequel to Shang-Chi, but that's his baby. I, I would be very surprised. I wouldn't be, I, I take it back. Would I be surprised? No, if he's, he's, his focus needs to be on King Dynasty. Would it be disappointed? Yes, but I would understand.
3: Hopefully, if he's not doing Shang-Chi 2 or whatever they call it hopefully he has a hand in selecting who the director is, which is not something Mm -hmm. at least publicly that we normally, that we've seen from Marvel. I don't think we've ever seen, known that the director of the first movie had a hand in who directed the second one. Um, They've commented on it. Sure. But I don't think they've ever, but that, especially with his involvement with, you know, and how big a project Kane dynasty is going to be. It'd be cool if he had had a chance, but I, I mean, like I said, I adored that movie. So I would love for him to come back and get, get another one. in. I just don't, I, as of right now, I don't see how there's time.
2: Yeah, neither do I, but we'll see. But uh, James Ponsult, uh is a very highly regarded director in both film and television. His breakout film, The Spectacular Now, starring Miles Teller and uh, Shailene Woodley, uh, received the Grand Jury Prize, and special jury prize at the 2013 Sundance Film Festival. Uh, his most recent film was 2017's *The Circle*, starring Tom Hanks, Emma Watson, and John Boyega, was critically praised and was seen as a box off, but was seen as a box office flop. Um, his creative his most recent creative efforts, though, is one of my new favorite shows. On Apple TV Plus's next big hit is he's an ex- he serves as the director and executive producer of *Shrinking*. Uh, from brett goldstein and bill lawrence following uh the therapist who's going to tell his clients exactly what he thinks starring uh the illustrious (laughs) oh man i I just love this cast jason siegel and harrison ford i've seen every episode since it's come out i highly highly recommend it
3: i haven't started it yet but it it is absolutely on our list we we just talked about it yesterday actually um or uh, wednesday Whatever we we, the, whatever was a Wednesday when the Wakanda Forever making the assembled Wakanda Forever came out.
2: Yeah, that, that came day, out,
3: yes. okay. That day is when we talked about it because we watched yeah. the assembled, um, but we talked about shrinking. So we yeah. will very much watch that
2: one. H- highly recommended. Jason Siegel, Harrison Ford. They, I mean, my Erin, I can tell when she really likes the show if she thinks it's funny. Like I think that every single episode she has howled out loud how funny how funny at certain points it is i think it's just more some of the shock value of some of the things that are said on the show but yeah jason siegel lands, harrison ford lands on that show but yeah so i i'm sold to this director because if he's he's doing this stuff and he's already working really well on, on a comedy at that point, and he's executive producing and directing yeah um good choice very good choice
3: yeah i i mean based on his credentials and stuff i'm I'm into it, but right now I have no reason not to trust Cretton on this, and since we know how involved he is with the show, I, I'm I'm looking forward to a live action Wonder Woman Wonder Wonder Man show, right? <laughs> like who Man would have yeah. ever said that?
2: Exactly. Uh, but just a quick reminder: Andrew Guest will be serving as head writer for Wonder Man. Uh, he had previously worked as consulting producer on Hawkeye. But his writing career stretches over over serving as over writing rooms such as uh, 30 Rock Community, Suburgatory and Brooklyn Nine-Nine with Wonder Man aiming to bring production in late March. It can be assumed that this is the latest uh, Disney Plus original series that could be receiving a release date in the spring or summer. More than likely, probably SDCC will probably see an official release date for sometime next year.
3: All yeah. right. Well, bring it all on.
2: right. So, all right. So our last story, and again, I say our last kind of official story, we have some late breaking stories, but they are going to come in the form of our uh, listener questions that started doing So, We'll talk about those a little bit, but, uh, you know, we got the announcement last year that, uh, we were going to be getting a Wolverine focus game on the PlayStation at that point. Um, and so we finally gotten some big kind of information about it, uh, and this is coming from, uh, according to Giant Bombs, Jeff Grubb, PlayStation's Wolverine will avoid any links to Fox X-Men universe. Uh, Insomniac is leading this up, and uh, Grubb revealed that Insomniac will avoid to have any sort of likeness that evokes the Fox movies. This thing's going to stand on its own. Um, what he's heard, some tidbits for, uh, on the title, he said, it is going to be a hard rated R game. Is what they're going to go for from Insomniac. Uh, it's one of the concepts that I've heard. I think one of the cool things about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was hey, the lightsaber sliced the droids in half, and then the bad part was when you go up against stormtroopers. It doesn't do that. Now, I'm mostly okay with that, but I think Wolverine, though, will put us in an environment where those claws are going to work on some people. So, uh, looks like we're, uh, that's, you know, I'm not necessarily uh, opposed to that. Uh, when noted on the game's canon timeline, He said, I was trying to nail down the setting. I've heard from my sources in Insomniac that at least it will start before he joins the X-Men, which also makes sense. It's a Wolverine game. Maybe you don't want to be put in a situation where it's like, where's Cyclops? It's like, well, this is before he knew those people. But I don't know for that for sure. That just sounds like how they're looking to at least begin the game. And as for the release window, he says, maybe the surprising thing for me is that I've heard two different dates. And it's just combining from here. So... I've heard early as t- fall 2024 which would be very very soon at that point. I know it's like a over you know almost 2 year you know year and a half away but still uh you know you got Spider-Man 2 this fall and that just is a follow up to the next fall at that point. So probably more likely 2025 but still I personally I like hearing hard rated R. You know it's going it's going to not shy away from overing using those claws. And even if it's part of the game, yeah, let's look at him before the X-Men. Let's see exactly – do do some kind of time in there. I'm not opposed to eventually flashing forward to when he's on the X-Men. But again, if the game is called Wolverine, yeah, let the main focus be on Wolverine.
3: You know, I – I I don't really care where it's at in the timeline if they're going to make it pre-X-Men. Okay, that's fine. I think not putting it as part of the X-Men just to avoid people asking where the other X-Men are is not, necess- is not necessary because it's Wolverine. He's a loner. He does his thing on his own all the time, so no big deal. So either way, it's totally fine. The fact that there was even questioning if this was going to be tied to the Fox X-Men universe, Not I no. think, <laughs> is absurd. Like, whoever thought that was even a possibility? S <laughs> Bub is hit on the only part that they're probably going to likely do. Yeah. So no black leather outfit in the customization options, S Bub says. Now, actually, I bet you there is. Like, I bet you there is a – they do take a page out of Spider-Man's book here, and they do have – Lots of different costumes you can swap them into, and I would be shocked if they didn't have you know a leather outfit from like the first first or second X Men movie in there. But like that'll be it, kind of like they have the Amazing Spider Man suit in Insomniac Spider Man game, but it's in no way tied to the Amazing Universe. They just let you throw on that costume, right? Like I, I, that'll be it though.
2: Yeah, I mean, again, they're one of the best covers uh, from. Uh, X Lives and X Deaths of Wolverine uh, last year was just like the seeing all the costumes he has ever worn in his history. At that point, I mean, it, it's like Spider Man again. You you want to try those costumes? You want to have that moment of putting it on at that point? I mean, it's it's Insomniac. They did. Everyone loves when they drop the new Spider Man costume because everyone just mm-hmm. wants to wear that costume. I mean, you're you're playing it right now on your PS Five. So
3: I am. I am. They may not. They may not. They may not have the fox x-men universe movie one like at launch but it'll somewhere be dlc in an update that you can get and they there's so many wolverine different wolverine costumes you're going to end up getting your x-force costume you're going to get the brown and tan costume you're going to get the blue and yellow you're going to get them all probably with the mask without the mask, street clothes it wouldn't surprise me if you get as a civilian outfit from x-men the animated series which is basically just the jacket that we're going to probably get I, I would genuinely be surprised if they don't follow their own precedent and lean into 20 some odd different looks for the character that you can play as
2: yeah so be very interesting but I'm excited for that game I'm even more excited for uh, the Spider-Man 2 game so Insomniac knows how to do it so good for them but all right, so that is all the news for the main main rundown. So uh, we'll, we'll, let's take our next ad break uh, before we get into listener feedback. Uh, so listeners, as you know, these ads help keep the lights on the giggle Ultimate alliance Network. We don't get to choose what ads come on. They can be a bit loud. Give you that three count before they come on. Three, two, one. We'll be right back. And we are back. So we got a lot of questions to answer, so uh, let's get to it, Brent.
3: All right, first up from DC Outlaw. Adding on to his question from last week, what characters do you predict we will see in Daredevil Born Again? Based on can't casting info that's out and rumors we've heard, also other than, cuz he knows who he's talking to, Spider-Man, She-Hulk and the Defenders, what established MCU characters do you think we will appear? I don't think Spider-Man's appearing regardless. Let's just get that out of there. But <laughs> I, I,
2: established ones, uh
3: Establish or just in in general what characters do you think might appear um for example uh I think we brought her up at one point but possibly Millie his okay woman yeah. that he actually married in in the comics for a while was briefly married to um that would be like that's the first name I thought of
2: yeah I like the uh the character that was introduced in the comics called mr fear uh you know he's a law student with Matt Murdock, hated him ever since uh in in making when when Matt was able to wipe the floor with him during a mock trial, and so turned into this kind of villain against Daredevil at that point, that was pretty formidable. So I would like to see that, or maybe an introduction to Typhoid Mary. You know, again Matt being I mean, the latest, kind of got Typhoid Mary. They
3: kind of leaned into Typhoid Mary. Yeah, uh... you're right. But they yeah. could definitely go farther further with it though.
2: Hmm. Bullseye. You know
3: <laughs> officially like <Electra>. named Bullseye?
2: <laughs> yes, names Bullseye. <laughs> just, exactly. Just Name clear. a bullseye.
3: Um what exactly. what about it doesn't really fit the casting I've seen so far, at least not that I can think of, but what about this more recent villain, uh, Muse?
2: Hmm. I, I, feel I like mean, he would they be a they...
3: good one for Daredevil.
2: I mean, Feige being kind of over Marvel Comics too. I mean, there's a reason why certain certain mm-hmm. things kind of get pushed versus uh, other things left by the wayside in the comics. So yeah, I could see that.
3: Yeah, Muse, who basically just kills people for art, like, creep creepy character.
2: Hmm. I'd, I'd say so. That that guy's got some issues.
3: Can we can we get the most <laughs> obvious established MCU character? Just can we just say him right off top? Take the low hanging fruit. Sure. Echo. Sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think that. Yeah, I think we were trying to go for non obvious, <laughs> but yes, Echo.
3: No, 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 He didn't exclude Echo. He just excluded no. She-Hulk, Spider-Man, and the Defenders. <laughs> he, he did.
2: He, he did at that point, but maybe he was trying to toss us a bone to kind of think like that. So I
3: think Echo is more likely than She-Hulk, for the record.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, considering what we're hearing, that Daredevil will be in Echo at that point, well, we're expecting then the reverse. You
3: know, I'd actually wondered, like, through the Echo connection, maybe Hawkeye, but I don't know that renner will be back and ready for that kind of stuff or the, mm-hmm. by then so I'll, I'll go ahead and take him off the table for now but i'd be willing to bet prior to his accident which thankfully he's recovering from because that is more important he was probably talked about for the show
2: maybe kate bishop
3: i, I maybe kate bishop that'd, that'd be cool Le- less connected but i mean she certainly has ties to echo now because of the hawkeye show
2: I mean, we don't have that connection necessarily, but, yeah, I mean, eventually I'd like to see Yelena with Daredevil.
3: I I would very much like to see that because I still think it's possible that they take some of that relationship from Natasha, apply it mm-hmm. to Yelena for, with Daredevil. Um, I, one that I would like to see would actually be Bucky, the Winter Soldier. I think that oh, would be okay. a, yeah. it, I actually tried looking up the other day if they've – you know appeared in many in any comic books together and i couldn't find anything outside of like massive team event things but like i don't think there's been just like a daredevil and the winter soldier story but i multiple daredevil and captain america ones but i think a daredevil and bucky one could be could be a lot of fun
2: yeah no i think I, that would be interesting too so um i see kind of followed up with a comment with the uh Daredevil story said he'd like to predict that Daredevil will kill and or be killed by a variant of Kang at some point in this saga.
3: <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. I mean, we did get that, uh, you know, Patrick Stewart is out promoting uh, Picard season three and ComicBook.com did ask him about the rumors of if he's coming back. Has he gotten a call? Um, he did say, I have, I have been told to be on standby to stand by at that point so you know so. What? I
3: I hope he shows up. I hope he shows mm-hmm. up somewhere in it. That'd be great. Oh, I just I just thought of another possible appearance in Daredevil. Oh, Sh- Shang-Chi. If they do stuff oh, like Oh, yes. like uh, I uh. I feel like th- I feel like that character yes. and they've worked together in the comics several times. Mm-hmm. I think that could I I think that would be a good place to to go and uh you know, Daredevil he he likes to have fun sometimes. Shang-Chi's a little more lighthearted character, at least how he was presented in that movie. Let's do it.
2: Yep, Amari Daniel saying Kate Bishop should have. Maybe we'll find out what uh, name Clint had in mind for her. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. Okay, all right, Amari. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, I mean that was that was kind of interesting, kind of last minute, like him saying anything he could he could be say I don't know anything or things like that. But the fact that he said like he's received a call and being told be on standby. So what does that mean? Don't know. You know, just saying, hey, we're still thinking about it because they haven't even started shooting yet necessarily. um,
3: I mean, I could see them pulling Hugh Jackman out of the Foxverse and like him just getting a cameo for Patrick Stewart. then, Mm -hmm. Which keeps, if that happens, keeps the two of them together for number of appearances for their characters and the longest running record that they currently hold with their characters. So part of me just hopes they do just for that because I like that the two of them have that together.
2: Yeah, I mean, Liz giving a, a little shout-out to our DCA brethren at that point, I I had forgotten that who he took the record from was the actor who played Jimmy Olsen.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: So, um, that, so they, they had shouted out in their uh, their Superman 4 review. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'd
3: forgotten that, too.
2: Yeah, so... Hey, but hey, yeah.
3: I mean, Michael Keaton also has a chance at pulling it, that record. I mean, but... I mean, I guess Keaton will take it when the Flash comes out this year, but yeah, Jackman will get it right back with Deadpool three.
2: Exactly, just you know, back and forth, kind of pass the baton back and forth. But I mean, you know, all the assuming stuff we're kind they of... don't
3: cut Keaton entirely <laughs> Which, at this point, I wouldn't rule anything out.
2: Uh, I, th- I think we really say he's in the movies. So. I hope so. <laughs> but I mean, all the stuff we're hearing with Daredevil, like the the possibility, like we keep on going back and forth with this whole idea of like. Well, we know he's multiverse there's going to be this multiverse at that point but like daredevil i mean excuse me Dare, uh, deadpool, deadpool is not deadpool is not necessarily someone to be careful so no. we could kind of really <laughs> see deadpool really wreck the multiverse to the point where um could he really start making this a lot worse than where it's, where where we're going to start it this I mean,
3: week he in, in his own canon has already killed a version of himself
2: Yes. And I don't uh-huh.
3: just mean the Ryan Reynolds reading the Green Lantern script, but a version of Deadpool. He is already <laughs> killed.
2: So, so yeah, the, he could really kickstart uh, the March Toward Secret Wars and really uh, be like, oh, shoot, th- my bad. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, but I do I do like the idea of uh, a variant of Kang uh, <laughs> killing, a, killing a Deadpool. So that would be I,
3: I'm into it. I'm into
2: it. Yeah. So. All right, what do we got next?
3: All right, from Omari Daniels. Even though the Eternals were separated at the end of their film, when do you think they could first meet characters in the greater MCU?
2: I mean, it could be as soon as this year with Miss Marvel. I mean, excuse me, uh, the Marvels. Excuse me, the Marvels.
3: Yeah, either Guardians or the Marvels. I feel like were would have been possibilities. I think the Marvels is far more likely. I think Guardians is going to truly be on its own. Uh, but I mean, they're, at least a group of them are out in space, right? They yeah. I mean, obviously, space is a big place, but like I feel like pretty relatively organically they could run into each other. Um, or maybe, maybe Kingo I could see in um, Wonder Man with the Hollywood connections. Yeah. Okay, he's not I a Hollywood my, actor, I, but maybe there.
2: Um, I think that's a prime area to kind of see that. Uh, that would be a great cameo, not just on a poster, mind you. But actually showing up that would be kind of fun,
3: I think that's the the next most likely likely one to appear
2: mm-hmm. so yeah that's uh, i'm I'm down with that uh but then let me uh kind of put the story out there first before we get into uh Travis okay. Nells and s Bub stuff just because yeah, they it, both it, ask
3: questions on this one they
2: both basically out this one, so today this one I'd have to say it came out of left field because was not expecting this so um. Sony has has announced this is coming from variety exclusive from variety that uh, a Spider-Man Noir series is in the works at Amazon Prime making the second Sony Spider-Man spin-off on the streamer, both of which have not seen much outside of it's happening or they're still working on it, mind you. Uh, the untitled live-action series will focus on an older take of the iconic wall crawler, and it's set in the 1930s New York. Uh, it did note that it will not— the person underneath the mask of Spider-Man Noir will not be Peter Parker and will be in its own separate Spider-Man universe. Now, again, the general audience was introduced to Spider-Man Noir, uh, and in Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, uh, that, that, uh, came out at that point. So the, so they did name some, some, uh, kind of producers behind this or writers. So Oren Uzil, the writer of the Lost City, Mortal Kombat and Cloverfield Paradox will join the project as writer and executive producer who developed this series alongside Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, producer Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, as well as former Sony executive, Amy Pascal that's interesting
3: you know having the spider-verse people involved is a good mm-hmm. thing the writer yeah. of mortal Kombat, okay that's you know that's a strike but and i've heard negative things about the cloverfield paradox but i can't speak to it myself because i didn't is that the one they just dropped after the super bowl one day yeah um, it was on uh,
2: netflix yeah the same day
3: regardless wasn't that great from what i've heard i haven't seen it so i can't comment but hey, i like that the the lord of miller and even pascal are involved in it for sure
2: yeah, I did, I for some reason also when I it caught me off guard, it's like former Sony executive Amy Pascal, I just I thought she was still with Sony.
3: She, she's with her own production company, that's, and Sony basically hires her to work on the Spider-Man stuff. It, and, and, that's, and that's it. That's and yeah, it's yeah. been that way for well, at least for No Way Home, and I th- want to say longer than that.
2: Yeah, I just it, seeing her kind of with prom- on the you know promoting Sony and everything like that. Obviously, that makes sense now. So, all right, so. This was interesting. Not just it's not animation. It's a live action Spider Man Noir, not Peter Parker. So do you want to give thoughts? Or do you want to go into these questions?
3: Uh I think we'll end up going back and forth. Um okay.
2: so All let's right. go ahead and get Snell's
3: question first. Was Spider Man Noir rumored to not be Peter Parker, which I mean they, variety flat out says it's not Peter Parker. Why do you think in live action the other why do you think in live action that Sony is not using Peter Parker outside the MCU? I mean, if you believe the you rumors, if you believe the rumors they tried with Andrew Garfield and they couldn't give him whatever he wanted, um which I don't think was a pay thing, I think was more creative thing, but mm-hmm. if those rumors say they did try, um, I've actually wondered if they can't, and I've never seen anything official that says that they can't because of the deal with the m c u Peter Parker is off limits. I've never seen anything official,
2: yeah, I wouldn't and, go that far,
3: but. It could be one of those things of, like, we're not going to, you know, bite the hand that feeds you. And they know that Peter Parker is more valuable as part of the MCU than without it. And so mm-hmm. they don't want to make Marvel mad by doing that's To be clear, pure speculation. But I, I genuinely think the reason they don't do it is because of the MCU.
2: I, I mean, you're not necessarily wrong in, in that sense. It's almost in this. It, see, I, I... – it leads to eventually with S Bubs at this point, but we've established there's a multiverse, okay? Hate it, or hate it all you want. Morbius furthers that idea, you know? Yeah. It, it, and you could say it's a joke of a scene. It's slap in the face, whatever. It, it exists. It happened. All I mean, right? It's not
3: a slap in the face, in my opinion. It's just poorly shot, edited. <laughs> d- okay, just acted. It's just everything <laughs> it's about that scene is awful.
2: But it exists at that point. It does point. exist. It, it, it's, and so, it's
3: canon to the Sony movies. <laughs> to the
2: Sony movies. like I, I think, I understand what, you, what you're saying, and I don't think you're wrong by any stretch of the imagination that they're so afraid, they they, they don't want to damage the brand of Peter Parker in the MCU. That's kind of treating the audience saying, oh, wait a minute, there's two different Peter Parker's multiverse? Oh, okay. I mean, that's it. That's, that's all you have to say. But the fact that, even in the comics, it's a Peter Parker from a different world. We have a whole movie, an animated movie, where you have different Peter versions of Parker. Because again, there's female versions, there's male mm-hmm. versions. There's like, if we can establish in an animated universe that there are other Peter Parkers out there, I'm sorry, Sony. Again, I, Sony can keep on having they have a ball they have a golden ball with all these spider-man characters and they just keep on screwing it up i'm sorry but they are
3: and that that leads to the part where maybe i just i think that official or not maybe sony thinks marvel studios would not be happy if they did it and i i, get, I fair. That said i'd be willing to bet money that Kevin Feige especially now is not going to say no to another Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie like if they gave him veto power which they wouldn't do but just this is you know hypothetically speaking like he because that all that would do would help retroactively promote sales of Spider-Man No Way Home for the three people that haven't seen it yet but it, so no I don't I don't think he would do that but I that that is my best theory on why they're not doing it that that is my theory and luckily because of of especially into the Spider Verse, the audience is used to spider spider characters that are not Peter Parker. Yes, mm-hmm. so many of them are Peter Parker, but uh, I mean the biggest one that's not Miles Morales is absolutely out there as Spider Man, and the audience accepts it. So I do think they will be okay that this version of Spider Man Noir is not Peter Parker, and will be pretty easy to accept. It. And this will be post across the Spider Verse at a minimum, when you know we're going to meet other. Spider-Men spiders like 2099 who's a totally different character under the mask you know with miguel
2: yeah uh it, you know, omar daniel's bringing plus in venom 2 the the symbiote talked about having the knowledge of across uh of other universes at that point mm-hmm. e- exactly yep. no you're right sure. again you mentioned miguel it's not a peter parker uh, my, my thing is at that point I'm, I'm okay i'm not the thing oh it has to be peter parker because it was like that way in the comics I, i'm not necessarily like that but it frustrates me to know one with Sony that they just, I just don't understand certain moves that yet. Like we, 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 we joke, but we generally are looking forward to Madam web. And they, again, established this whole idea within even, even out there. So this, this web, this web, the web of life at that point where you have all these different spider totems, different ideas like that. Like, Peter, we even talk about in Spider-Verse, as we're reading at that point, how critical Peter Parker is. Call him Peter Parker, don't call him Peter Parker at that point, but it's just one of those things that kind of goes hand in hand. But to counter that is just like you said, anyone can wear the mask. I accept that. I, I, I'm okay with that. But I don't know. Just It just read very weird, and I think that's the biggest thing people are like read, when they read this and hear this. Story, it's like, Wait a minute, it's not going to be Peter Parker? Okay, I guess.
3: And you know what, I'll be honest, I kind of had a similar reaction at first, but the more I think about it, I'm okay with it. I I will say this, because it's, in my opinion, it is not realistic to actually hope and wait for Sony to sell the license to Spider-Man back to Marvel. Oh yeah. There's all kinds of reasons on both sides why that's a deal they shouldn't do. So that means we have to accept Sony is going to be making more Marvel projects going forward. Mm -hmm. I want them to be as good as they can be. I would rather they make this and have it not be Peter Parker than not make it because they they feel for whatever reason why that they shouldn't use Peter Parker.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and you know I'm agreeing with you on that. And from a business perspective, the deals they made a couple of, uh, last year and the year before at that point with all the different streamers and these deals, you had to make. It, for someone to buy them out yeah you it's a nightmare to untangle those deals and they're stuck with them at that point so yeah it, it's if it, you're still well, holding that dream it's not gonna and, happen
3: And it's not even it's not even just that it's absolutely part of that but you got to remember all Sony has is the, the license rights to the movies They mm-hmm. don't have all the merchandise stuff right They don't have all the comics of like when 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 Marvel bought Star Wars for four billion dollars or when mm-hmm. Disney bought Star Wars to clarify they got everything. Everything tied to Star Wars, all of that, every one of those cash flows went to Disney. When they bought Marvel for four billion dollars, it was the same way, minus the movie licensing rights for Spider-Man and, of course, for the other projects that they yeah. now own that were Fox. They aren't because they already have all those revenue streams from Spider-Man. It's not as va- valuable to them. Plus, look at it this way: the fact that, at least for No Way Home. Marvel Studios got a third of that box office, roughly, a third of that box office, makes it even less valuable to try and buy that the movie rights outright. Like, to try mm-hmm. and buy the license. Like, that's not going to happen. So, I, at this point, I'm not rooting for Sony to make bad movies. Do I think it's funny when things like Morbius happen? And granted, I still say that movie's fine. But... With the whole story of the re-release bombing stuff, sure, it is funny. Will it be funny if that happens to Craven. It'll be a funny story, but I don't want <laughs> it to happen because I don't want things associated with any of these Marvel characters to be bad. Yeah, and I I think that making a Spider-Man Noir show is a brilliant move marketing wise because mm-hmm. it allows them to have a Spider-Man that they can market without affecting anything else. And it being very obvious up front to even the lay viewer, that this is not tied to the MCU proper. This is Mm -hmm. not one of those films. And unlike Silk, which is full name is Silk Spider Society, they don't have to throw in subtitles to get the word spider in there. They don't (laughs) have to, they probably beat you over the head in the marketing. I can see it now with the fact that she is tied to Spider-Man because nobody outside of people who listen to this show have heard of silk before right silk hasn't even been in one of the spider-verse movies spider-man noir at least has Um, and i know they said an official title is not there yet but all they have to call it is spider-man noir and it's like they quite literally gonna have their cake and eat it too with it i think it's a brilliant move you know looking at sbub's question will this actually release and when so when will it happen assuming it actually releases i think it's a brilliant move for them to try plus there hasn't been a spider-man show a live action spider-man show since like 1977 1978 whenever the nicholas hammond one was on I, i i think it's a brilliant move
2: it's like you know like you said will will this come out considering we haven't seen any kind of real updates outside of them saying oh it's still happening silk at that point I, I'm with you. I don't root against Craven. We're obviously rooting for Madam Web, jo- all jokes aside, because that movie sounds bonkers at that point. I just want to kind of see fun. it. It sounds
3: fun. And yeah, what's weird, it, though, it, in that, it's rumored to have a Peter Parker, but more like a baby and Morby about yeah, Peter Parker. But,
2: but but like you said, to root against it, it damages the brand. And that's what frustrates me. A- a- and I think when – you know friend of the show sean o'connell was on our show and when i talked to him uh, a few weeks ago at that point i think that's the frustration with sony it's just like you're making these moves i don't i don't think anyone generally says oh we're gonna make a bad movie you know that nobody really does no, nobody they're not, wants to go out nobody's and
3: trying to do that no
2: and so i generally think like when we make fun of this why a craven movie why this you know why what um You know, Childish Gambino is doing with with his character. Jokes aside, I mean, they generally have an idea for it, but it's just like I don't see what's going on. You have this – all these different things you could do, but you're not. And the moves you are making outside of this one, which I agree, is a brilliant move for them to put a Spider character out there that a Spider-Man character that you don't have to add a subtitle necessarily with it. I'm looking forward to Silk. I think she, I, I like Cindy Moon as a character in the comic. I think it's a Mm -hmm. fascinating, really cool idea. But again, kind of like I'm leaning on S. Bubs, that one is it really going to happen? Because Silk's been announced for a long time. We haven't heard anything outside of oh yeah, it's still happening. I I don't know
3: and but even a character like silk doesn't have the advantage that uh one of the several spider girls or spider women have of where they could just do a spider woman show and call it that that's True. that would be easier for them to do because like from just from a marketing standpoint i mean and with Spider-Man, like there's, there's, I mean, there are other spiders that they could, they could do Spider-Man 2099, for example, as well, right? Like they could do something there and get that same advantage of having Spider-Man in the title. Shoot, it's more marketable than the Scarlet Spider is, for example, or, or Spider-Punk or, you know, pick alternate version of Spider-Man whatever one you want, like, because they can use the name Spider-Man. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's a great move. I hope, I, I hope it comes out. I have thought. Well, I've honestly thought a Peter Parker Spider-Man in high school show ever since Smallville, I've thought, wow, they should totally do this. It would be hit, fit the format wonderfully. But I, I would love for there to be a live action Spider-Man show. That's partly why I'm excited for Silk because that is a live action Spider-Man, you know, a- asterisk because she's not Spider-Man. She's Silk, but Spider show. And so I've, I love the idea. I want them doing something with it. They're going to do it. They're not, as long as they come out with like their one movie every X number of years, they're not ever losing the license, right? So they might as well do something with it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. They they know at the very least that they do have that that ability to say, oh, we can put out something at that point. But again, not going out there to make a bad movie. Uh, Mario Daniels saying, I'm a sucker for period pieces, so I like this noir scene. No, I, I'm too. You You're speaking 1930s at that point? Yeah, great. Love it. Um, S-Bubs, and now they can sell Spider-Man action figures with guns and other cool accessories. I mean, sure. Not
3: wrong. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> a good chunk of that will go to Marvel directly. I don't know how the merchandise rights are exactly split. I just know it's way more favorable to Disney and Marvel Studios than the Fox ones ever were. That's why you never saw much of any Fox merchandise.
2: Well, it's, uh, it was one of the big sticking points of the uh, the uh breakup when it was happening. So. Mm-hmm. When Tom Holland started crying about it, but
3: I I love the I love this idea. And full disclosure, the original Spider Man Noir series, I haven't read it. Like all my reading of that character has been as part of other events. And so, and of course, I saw him in Into the Spider-Verse the 37 times I've seen that movie. So, I I am going to add those two. I'm doing the comic challenge. Why not? I'm going to add those in and I'm going to read those. Turns out there's a Daredevil noir book. I had no idea. Didn't know that existed. You might argue several (laughs) of his runs already fit that description, but I'm like, I'll check them out. I mean, there are only four or five issues. I got time for that.
2: I mean, again, it's it's Daredevil and Spider-Man. I mean, do we have to tell you more?
3: I'm in. Yep. (laughs)
2: so but all right well uh yeah we'll we'll continue to watch this again you've got our attention at that point to amazon series i hope we do get some further updates maybe some when we're going into production some ideas so we'll, we'll, we'll we'll wait and see but all right so that is all we have for uh feedback so thank you all for uh writing in including some of the last minute additions to that we greatly appreciate that love these questions at that point so let me pull up the factor fictions from last week uh, as i pull this up you know you got to love you know we we enjoy twitter when it actually works yesterday was kind of weird
3: <laughs> yesterday was weird with their whole big shutdown
2: yeah all right so here we go all right factor fiction number 1 one of the spider verse movies will have a live action sequence 47% said fact 53% said fiction i'll tell you what it will be wild that they do it I think, uh, yeah. Uh, Herbie will be in fantastic Four. <laughs> 62% said fact 38% yes. <laughs> said fiction. I I'm sorry. I do have to give a shout out. Anthony DC outlaw says not sure why Herbie would be in this and puts the <laughs> gif of uh Herbie, the car at that point, my response to him was, uh, the gif from the office saying, why are you the way you are? <laughs> that,
3: that got a, that got a good laugh out of me though.
2: <laughs> yep. It, it, it is. And, um, uh, that one. Number three, when the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 marketing begins somewhere, it will say from the head of DC Studios, I put in, Brent could not resist. 13% said fact. 87% said fiction. Brent also said, well, someone voted yes. Uh, Josh Green admitted that he was at least the, one of yep. the people that voted yes. He got the same gif. Why are you the way you are? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, that's oh
2: God, y'all are trolling me today this, with good. these factor fictions. But, um... All right, so I know this might disappoint someone, namely uh, Phil Barker, one of our loyal listeners. At that point, loves these Factor Fiction. I know a lot of you, number of you, really enjoy these and having some good fun with it. Um, But we are going to be taking a break from Factor Fiction for this week and next week. Again, basically due to the idea, the idea that if we had Factor Fiction this week, it would be basically two plus weeks before we'd actually get to review them. At that point, so we're gonna. Hold off on factor fiction. We basically had a whole episode of our own predictions that you could basically call our factor fictions at that point. So you could um, call it that. <laughs> you could call it that. So we will return to factor fiction after uh, the week, the week after Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania so, review. So, but speaking of that, totally forgot to say that. I was we, just
3: thinking, did, yep. did I miss it? Did we not talk yep,
2: about I, that? Yep. I we I missed it. So. Going back what I should have had in the beginning, bad opening at that point, but yes, schedule for next week. We will uh, just be we will not be doing two episodes of Marvel Alliance. We had that for and we only really do that when we do have a show. Um, so we're gonna kinda hold off on that. Yes, we know there's gonna be rumored trailers dropping with Super Bowl. Guys are just gonna have to wait one more week for us to do that at that point. So yeah, depends there, how good the trailer there's is. There's
3: gonna have to be something absolutely seismic and yep. i i'll be honest i don't think a trailer drop is pro- i mean i don't well who knows but right sure. now the plan is we'll be at the movies on thursday so yep. friday is when we will do our review for Ant-Man of the Was Quantumania
2: yep. same, so
3: excited we are a week away
2: <laughs> we are a week away at this point um but yes we will be going live uh next Friday at 9:10 Eastern standard time Brent and I will be doing the review uh we want to th- but again we don't want to leave you without content you know you got to have that content in the feeds on Friday morning so uh Travis Hines the animation nation has graciously is going to be switching with us they usually have been going live on Saturday uh with the switch off at that point but the he will be dropping a new episode of the animation nation as looking at uh the x-men the animated series on Friday morning we will go live Friday night the Saturday morning, we will drop in the feeds our big review at that point. So a big, a big week.
3: I don't know what episode he's up to for releasing on the Animation Nation, um, because I listen to Patreon and he puts them on there early. Yep. but it for just know that there are upcoming episodes that separately both of us are on. Yes. that will be coming up sooner than later. So I mean, you know, it's it's coming close.
2: Yeah, it's getting close out there. But thank you, Mr. Hines, for uh, switching with us at that point. So uh, we look forward to that. God, I can't believe I totally forgot. I even had I, it in, the, in our I notes, I thought I too. missed
3: you listening to it. Like, <laughs> I was like, I must have been reading something because I thought, yeah, I totally missed him bringing it
2: up. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. That's just me. That's just me having a, a brain fart at that point. So, all right. Well, let us head into Comic Book Club. We're back to M- uh, The Amazing Spider-Man as we head back into the Spider-Verse. Uh, we are with The Amazing Spider-Man issue 10. This is officially part two of Spider-Verse. Uh, yeah, this is kind of a, you know, a little bit of a, a, we have a little bit of action, but a lot of kind of discussion in kind of uh, setting, setting the stage of what we've just learned about everything going on.
3: Yeah, I, there. I have one kind of major, maybe not major, I have one quibble, with how something was handled in this issue, and we'll get there, but okay. uh, right out of the right away, like I, I have since read the Spider Punk, um, miniseries, mm-hmm. which, for the record, I liked it. I don't necessarily need a ton more of it, but I do think it's worth reading. Um, just, if nothing else, some fun twist on different characters. But I, I had to laugh when Spider-Punk shows up and he's talking to to uh, Miles and he just says, spider up or die. And I'm like, well, that feels right. <laughs> a, a little hyperbole. <laughs> like, that just that that just feels like that character so much now since I've read that miniseries.
2: I just, I just like his fish and spider up or die.
3: <laughs> but it it's a fun concept because we find out in this that the superior Spider-Man is leading his own team. So there are now two yeah. separate teams of spiders against the inheritors. And yes, by the end of the issue, they'll crash and become one, but there's even some confusion because they have like scanners of stuff. Oh, he's from Earth or universe 616. He's from universe 616. How is that possible? And I, I I do remember how it folds and I remember how all is possible. But Peter just tell you, you know, oh, there was that moment where Superior Spider-Man got lost in time, which yes. happened like in the Superior Spider-Man comic, which came out prior to this. And it was basically like, where did he go? You'll have to find out in Spider-Verse. Um, mm-hmm. Well, this is where he went. So because this is the only like they're the only ones that have two of the same like body from the same universe that are there. And so I but I love that they did it. I love that Dan Slott included Superior in the story.
2: Yeah. And we get some more of the sense of the lore behind it, especially like, you know, we see this kind of older Spider-Man when uh, Cindy is is kind of lurking around at that point and trying to volunteer. And he goes, no, you're going to stay here. You you can't come with us at that point. Not understanding, like how pivotal she is as the as she becomes known as the I think the bride at that point.
3: Mm-hmm. Cindy is the bride Yep, you have the bride the siren, on the other and yeah that older Spider-Man we find out is Ezekiel
2: but mm-hmm. not the Ezekiel from 616
3: not the 616 Ezekiel but a different one and you know the, your first real clue at that is he says like you should have st- basically stayed in your I'm already forgetting what he called it. Like, stayed in your cave, basically, where yeah. she was hiding out. And I, I'll be honest, I I, I had forgotten. Or held Ezekiel, hostage, more likely. <laughs> right, that Ezekiel was in it. Like, I had forgotten about his character being in this. And so, it's like, oh, yeah, that is him, isn't it? And sure enough, a few pages later, you find out.
2: Yeah, especially, like, you know, his version is just like, uh, you know, a world where Moreland killed Peter at that point. Mm -hmm. So kind of the beginning of the uh, JMS run at that point where uh, we see that, but it's, it's really interesting in the sense of not just Ezekiel's reveal, but pointing out, you know, Scarlet spider being the other, you know? Yes. At at that point. And, And they, so again, they, they cannot, we start seeing like, they can't be all together. They have to be protected at all costs because the inheritors don't realize who they are yet they seem like they're very powerful spider totems but they don't understand the importance of all three of them
3: right they like clearly they don't all know but it, it is there and can i, I i'm probably going to say this every time it's so yep. much fun just to see these big pages with all these different spiders and they don't all look the same you know it's not like during the clone saga when they all are wearing spider-man's costume they're all wearing different spider costumes i Mm -hmm. absolutely love that i cannot imagine how long it took to draw some of these pages but i love that they did that
2: yeah uh but unfortunately cindy doesn't listen she ends up with the team and then ends up going uh jumping in with another group at that point so it's it's going to be very interesting to see what's going to happen. And there seems to be a fight of who's going to be in charge at that point. Superior, obviously being who he is at that point, claims that he's in charge. You know, I thought our cosmic Spider-Man was in charge, Uh but then Peter's kind of left there standing. Is, is he going to step up to the plate?
3: And I kind of got the feeling that prior to 616, Peter's joining the spider UK might've been in charge for a while. So it is hard to say, um, before we move on the quibble that I have about this, Yep. I think the way they led into the miniseries that tied into it was pretty clunky.
2: Like mm-hmm.
3: Kane and Jessica Drew and uh alternate Ben Riley, they all take off together because it's a clone thing. And they want to go <laughs> investigate that. And like they're like, okay, follow it in uh The Scarlet Spiders. And then you have a couple others go off. And they're like, Okay, follow this in Spider Man twenty nine. Follow this in that book. And I just I feel like it was it I don't know, like it felt like it was rushed in some sort of weird way that it, could have been more organic. So that'd it's be called the big, this.
2: It's called this yeah, money the money.
3: And to be clear, like I like that they did the miniseries. I just wish they had a better lead into them.
2: Sure. You're right. Um, but yeah, so we'll head into part three, which is uh, the next issue at that point with uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 11 uh, two weeks from now. Two weeks from now, we'll yes. we'll come back to that at, at that point. So um, MJ joining in last second at that point wants to throw out his uh, pr- uh, prediction for him. I think this year will be belong to Secret Invasion and Guardians of the Galaxy 3 as the best show and movie of the MCU. I don't think Brent and I would be disappointed if it ends up being that. No, I'll take it. Yep. All right. Well, that is it. You know, 150 episodes, Brent.
3: 150 episodes you know i should have gone back and figured out on how many of these i've actually been on but 150 is still quite an achievement so i am appreciative to everyone listening so we can keep doing this and of course yes to you chris and uh for being here every week with me and of course travis snell for uh well i'm not happy he he had to vacate but <laughs> i i'm thankful that he uh was on board with asking me to come on to uh <laughs> attempt to fill in his shoes i know not as many food references but
2: but yeah. uh it, you know what? None of us can lay claim to is none of us have been on all 150 episodes.
3: And th- that is very true. But you know what? <laughs> this show is a true team effort, and not just with yes. us, but the GUA at large. You know, mm-hmm. stepping in and filling in when we need those people to help out. Um, so it, it it's a team effort, and I appreciate it.
2: Yes, exactly. So again, thanks for being there for 150 episodes, 150 plus more ahead of us at that point. So uh, let us say our goodbyes. So first, as always, want to thank our official sponsor, organicpricebooks.com for your omnibus collected edition needs. Use that code G U A at checkout for $2 off every single order. Brent, tell people how they can follow you.
3: Uh Yeah, Brintech Prime on Twitter and TikTok, and I'll go ahead for the first time and mention I did finally join Mastodon. I'm not doing a ton over there. Um, most of the tech people I followed moved over to there. So if I wanted to still see what they were saying, I had to hop on the train. It's Brintech at Mastodon.social. They got to work on that, but that's what it is. Brintech at Mastodon.social. So, it, you know, it it it's calm over there in a way that Twitter is not. <laughs> it is very calm.
2: It was kind of calm a little bit on Twitter yesterday, but not for the reasons we wanted nobody it to
3: be calm. <laughs> <laughs> I desperately wanted to reply to Heinz in a DM, and I couldn't do it. I'm like trying to tweet at him publicly, trying to reply. <laughs> I to saw him. that. Tweet. I finally get a Facebook Messenger post to go through, and I'm like, this is killing me. <laughs>
2: Ah uh, yes, Twitter is burning down royally. Uh, but you can follow me. You can follow me still on Twitter at Chris Balga. You can follow my other show, World's Finest True Believers, at Finest Believers, and you can follow this show on Twitter at Marvel A Podcast. Uh, I'm not on Mastodon. The show is not on Mastodon yet. Um, there's only so many socials yeah, I can I do right that. now, so um, we're gonna hold off until it all burns down yeah, around us. That is totally fair. So, totally valid. Uh, you can email the show at Marvel Alliance at pod, at, Marvel Alliance podcast at gmail.com. You can follow the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network on Twitter at GUAPodnetwork. Feel free to tweet, email if you want to provide feedback, factor, fictions, ask questions at that point. Uh, continue to rate, review uh, Marvel Alliance, solo feed, GUA feed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Amazon, whatever podcast your choice may be. Thank you all for joining us live in the chat. Thank you all for listening. Stay safe out there, everyone. And as Stan the Man would say excelsior true believers all right as i hinted at the top of the show post credits tonight is ant-man of the wasp quantum mania predictions theories hopes box office um so what do you want to start off with because we've you've also been sitting on a a listener theory um for a couple of weeks now and we said we were going to hold off on it on it until our predictions so what do you want to start let's, off with? let's
3: go ahead and start with eric's theory he's okay. sent
2: in. So,
3: Eric, several weeks ago, sent this in and said, feel free to read it or not on the show, you know, because potential spoilers. To be clear, Eric hadn't seen the movie, and to my knowledge, still hasn't seen the movie. But just, you know, sometimes if you predict something, so keep in mind of that. But he says... It appears Marvel wants us to think this is about Scott and Cassie's relationship that's going to drive the King plot. Well, who's also an Ant-Man who has lost more time with a loved one than Scott? Our guy, Hank Pym. It makes more sense in the context of the universe that King is actually making a deal with Hank and not Scott. Also, Hank is more likely to know how to get out of the quantum realm. Uh, With Darren Cross serving and consulting... Serving slash consulting Kang, one might think that he's told Kang about Pym's capabilities. So he thinks Hank and Janet might actually be Ant Man and the Wasp that the title is referring to. Hmm. What do you think?
2: That is some serious headcanon at that point. That is, that is some. That's some. Bravo, just on thinking on that level. You know, that's, that's some deep stuff.
3: I like the idea.
2: Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to
3: happen because if nothing else, I think people would feel like Marvel pulled a fast one on him by not continuing more directly Scott Lang's story. Um, Plus, so much of the Ant-Man trilogy so far, which granted, keep in mind, Marvel trilogies are not like regular trilogies, Mm -hmm. but of the Ant-Man trilogy, so much of it has been about Scott's relationship with Cassie. Now, it hasn't all been like, it's been more her importance to him. Than their direct relationship because he hasn't always had one. He hasn't mm-hmm. necessarily been able to, you know. He he was trying to get back into life in the first movie. He's on house arrest in the second movie. I, I don't I don't I don't think this title means Hank and Janet unless there is a reference to them also being Ant-Man of the Lost. But I still think the movie is primarily Scott and then Hope and and Stature. Well, I say Stature, Cassie. I assume she's gonna be Stature, but
2: Or Stinger. Stinger.
3: Yeah, maybe.
2: Um no, I, I mean Eric, that's that is a again very, very well thought out at that point. I like how you again you're you're shooting an idea out there, but I, I do agree with Brent. It it'd be kind of a bait and switch. It's interesting. Now what I would say is that I think that as we kind of get into theories and hopes at that point, I think this movie is going to lean a lot into Janet's time. And she's Mm going to have a very big part into this movie, bigger than probably what people would think, um, especially since we just got her back. But I think being that she spent all this time in the quantum realm, she's going to be a big part of understanding not just what she was doing down there and how she survived, but leading to how they're going to get out. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, I agree. It'll be nice to have Michelle Pfeiffer in it for a larger presence. You know, she had a, I believe uh no lines but she had the cameo in avengers endgame but no lines if i remember right and then uh, what i would call an extended cameo in eight man in the wash right like she was in Mm -hmm. the movie but not very much and so it'll be nice to have her as part of a part of more of this
2: yeah um yeah it's um what's uh one theory you have out there so
3: the big one the biggest one that i uh, let's say I subscribe to, I don't want to claim ownership. It's not my theory. I read this and uh, gosh, I really wish I could remember where I read this theory is that if you go back to Shang-Chi and the 10 rings and the legend of the 10 rings, go to that first credit scene, the mid credit scene where Wong recruits Shang-Chi in and he meets with captain Marvel and Bruce. Mm-hmm they zoom in they're looking at the 10 rings and they zoom in on it right and they go super yep. far into it and there's a pulse coming out of it and they refer to it as a beacon the theory is that if you look at the trailers cassie was able to send a signal into the quantum realm she yep. might know how to send one out of it also and that that beacon from the 10 rings could be because because we don't know you know where these take place timeline wise with each other yet and especially what's the quantum realm that beacon that we saw in the 10 rings credit scene could potentially be a signal from cassie from the quantum realm or just some sort of mm-hmm. signal from the quantum okay. realm in general i love the idea i don't know how plausible it is I, w- I will say this i like it enough that i took the two minutes to go back and rewatch that mid credit scene as part of my ant-man and the wasp prep uh yeah. david and i actually uh we we collaborated on that particular adventure at work the other day had to take that in but regardless it's I, I do I think there's enough viability there that if you're like me and you like to rewatch stuff in anticipation of these movies, I would take the time to pull that one up on Disney plus if you don't have it own it, and you know fast forward to the credit scene,
2: yeah, I mean, I remember when we went went did our review of it my, one of my theories was uh signaling galactus at that point, you know eternals mm-hmm. was on the horizon and things like that as well um one of the things I'm gonna say is. I would love to see. I know we're going to see this Kang, but it would be great to see maybe some other Kangs in this, maybe as a history lesson or some referring back to other Kangs, other versions of himself. At that point, I would love to hear that. Um, I would love to see
3: he who remains,
2: or being referred to,
3: or referred to. I would like the because
2: one one of the theories shows, you know. Yeah, one of the one of the theories I've talked about during our, our breakdown of the trailer is like this. Kang could have been banished. This King, this is his exile. You know, he's trying to get out. He's be, he's mad. He's angry uh, that he can't. He's he stuck there. So
3: and right now, outside Wandavision, the shows haven't really impacted the movies that much. Mm-hmm. I feel like a little more referencing to that would be. I just I think it'd be a good thing for the mm-hmm. Marvel Studios. In general, so I, I hope they do it.
2: Yeah, um, another one again this is going to the those fact or fictions because I think that some of this I, I was leaning fact on all these. I, I think one of the main cast is going to be stuck in the quantum realm at the end of this movie. I know it's I know it's a I we just went through that with Janet. Uh, I could definitely see it being at least one, if not two, and maybe it's going to be Scott again. See,
3: I don't think he's going to be stuck there. I think there is a non zero chance that Scott Ling specifically dies in this movie.
2: Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know where all this is coming from, but it's always oh, getting beat up. I said, I, I, he's going to survive. I'm not saying someone's not going to die, but I think Scott survives.
3: Yeah. So we're on opposite sides. Well,. You think he survives for sure? I think it's possible he won't. Eileen survives, you know. Factor Fiction me, and I'm leaning survive, but
2: the, 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 those different versions of him could die. I, I'll wait yeah, Well, okay, that.
3: the <laughs> canonical main version, sacred timeline, prime yeah. timeline, six one six, whatever you want to call it, timeline six one six. Based on if you're talking to him on Velani or Kevin Feige, of course. Um, eh, I think it is possible he will die. I don't want that to happen. It's such a charming character, but mm-hmm. I, I think I, I don't know. I feel I, you know, you normally go into these movies and you're like, oh, well, my hero is going to survive this one, right? I, I don't know, maybe not. And I have zero implications of what his contract is like. I have no idea. I really kind of quit paying attention to those because they could have a seven movie contract and only use him one time, or they could have a three movie contract and have, bring him back for eight appearances. So. I really don't pay attention to the contract game anymore. I, I don't know. I just, again, I lean towards he survives. I just, I think it's plausible he doesn't.
2: Well, it, again, I, it could also be a fake out at that point as well. Um, I, I'm, I'm on the opposite side of that one. But my other one, and I, again, going back to the fact of fiction, I did. I think one of the post credits is going to be a, a tie into Loki season two. I think it's it's too good not to do it, and again, drive those subs. You want to see what happens next in this? Especially after at that they point. just
3: lost a bunch of them, apparently.
2: Uh, it wasn't a bunch. It was an ex. It, <laughs> <laughs> it was two million. It was Well, they, when you have nothing really on at that point, well, I mean, I true. can't. I can't really uh, say that uh, that didn't was a reason behind it. But yeah, I think one of the post credits is going to be like that.
3: I hope I hope you're right that. about that. Again, I want to see more. I want to see more of that. You know, uh, the I want Disney Plus the Disney Plus content to play a bigger part in the movies. And not saying every single Disney Plus show should have to be required viewing for every single movie. It shouldn't. It absolutely mm-hmm. shouldn't. But some of them where the connections are organic, like <laughs> like the Kang character, it should. So mm-hmm. I I hope that it will.
2: Yep. All right. Only game. Put this out there. He says, did you all make a bet for domestic opening? Well, we haven't even talked about it, so, but now it's the time to talk about box office. So and you put this in the notes. Is, it, is this domestic or yes. is this worldwide? Uh, okay. These
3: are the, the, the domestic opening numbers.
2: Okay, domestic opening numbers, 57 million, 75 million. What's the current prediction right now?
3: The most recent one I can find, which is a couple days old, um, both Cinema, Cinema Blend and Box Office Pro have this exact one. I don't know where they got it from. It says 98 to 128 million. Domestic? Yes.
2: Okay. All right. What do you want to say, Brent? What are you, where are you at?
3: Uh, right now, uh, I'm going to call 107 i call okay. 107. I think they are going to break 100 for the first time. You know, 57 was solid for the first Ant-Man. 75 is a nice bump. I think the character is going to, you know, I, I think he had a nice uptick in interest. Especially because Largely because of Civil War I think mm-hmm. with his Appearance in Avengers Endgame the Appearance of, of Jonathan Edwards Who obviously is making Quite the name for himself I, I, Majors I, Majors I, Jonathan Majors I'm sorry Not Jonathan Edwards uh, Jonathan Majors I think they're going to To be able to pull it off I think they're going to Break a hundred
2: Yep I will – I've been going uh, back and forth. All in the game
3: says three or four day. Three day, to be clear. I'm talking about the three day. I know it's a little different because it is a holiday weekend, and there, there will be people who would have gone on Sunday but will now wait until Monday because it just is better with their schedule because of the holiday. I am calling 100 for the three-day number.
2: Okay, three-day number at that point. Um, I will – I've been going back and forth between 105 and 110. Oh, so you're uh, right
3: there in line with me then.
2: I'm right there in line with you, and I think – since this is uh, – I'm going to shoot for it at that point. I'm going to go 110. I think the reason I'm going 110 is it's going to push over, on. Uh, as we keep on saying, on the back of Jonathan Majors, what they're marketing for this. It's going to be the first Marvel movie in China. I think that stands to uh, bring that up there. So, yeah, I'm going 110.
3: Yeah, you know, the, bringing up the four-day weekend, I think that's when we get up to the higher end of the range, 128 or whatever. Yeah, I I, will be pr- I would be pretty – surprise you know pleasantly surprised that'd be great for them if they did it in three days but it i i don't know. 110 i think is a much more reasonable number than 128 is
2: yeah 128 eight's like oof i was when i saw that i was like oh boy all right i, I mean, mean that, that's
3: cracking 100 for the first time for the ant-man franchise which <laughs> there's an ant-man franchise like someday <laughs> i'll get used to it but today's not that day i i think well, would be great so
2: how long do they have this to themselves for a bit
3: um oh gosh it, they have a decent run don't they um I'd, I'd have to look the it next up one. but yeah i don't I'd know I'd what to, to look. look at the movies what else is coming out well now i'm gonna pull up and see if i can find some show times real quick and just get a you know rough rough look at what is coming ahead um let's see let's jump to friday february 24th and see what's coming mm. out um well, <laughs> Cocaine Bear is coming out. Okay. Uh, well, not exactly the same audience, but um, I mean, there's uh, right now, at least on AMC, they're not listing that much, um, but mm-hmm. they they don't often show, tickets aren't always on sale ahead of time.
2: Yeah, releases in March. I'm looking up. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I mean, it's. It's going to be interesting just because I don't think there's anything really – I don't think there's
3: any – well.
2: I I think once you start getting deeper into March at that point, let's see. As we start looking. Like
3: John Wick's in March, right? Yes,
2: John Wick's in March. And Uh, Shazam's in March. Creed.
3: I see Creed is probably the first biggest competition. I, I don't, I don't think Shazam is massive competition for it other than, you know, however far removed they are from each other. Mm-hmm. Like Shazam will gain more interest, but only because it'll be several weeks at that point. Cause let's see, yeah. John wicks, March 24th Shazam is March 17th. So there's going to be almost Creed a is, whole month.
2: Well, Creed's March 3rd.
3: Yeah. See, I think that's the first real competition for it.
2: Mm-hmm. So it'll have, it'll have two weeks to itself before it faces Creed at that point. So, um yeah majors going against majors so
3: well he, he's likely to go one and two that weekend or there's a very good chance of it
2: yep exactly so uh black panther uh, wakanda forever's china release only set to gross a total of 10 to 15 million
3: uh, kind of surprising me but by now especially with it being available on disney plus they have been able to find ways that they could watch it if they want
2: exactly so all right well We will see you next Friday night at that point, 9, 10 Eastern Standard Time, uh, with our review. Those of you who are going to go see it, enjoy the movie. Those of you who will be seeing a little later will be holding off at that point, but we look forward to it as we enter the quantum realm. See you all later. Bye-bye.